Let your vibe be a product of your heart and not your environment unknown. Hello and welcome to the Taking Back Your Power podcast. I'm Isabel Palacios and I specifically created this podcast to empower and inspire you to create your best life and live a positive existence. Join me as I interview incredible people, share my journey, discuss the law of attraction, and guide you into your greatest version. May you always remember your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. So open your mind and your heart, get comfortable, and let's get into it. Hello, beautiful angels. Welcome back to this episode of Taking Back Your Power. So happy that you have joined me. So in today's episode, I want to talk about how to stay positive in difficult times or how to stay in a high vibe or in a good mindset when there's so many difficulties you may be facing in your day-to-day life or whatever it may be that you're going through. I know that we're all going through things and I'm going through things, you know, it doesn't matter who you are in this life. We all have things we're going through. We all have difficult lives. And I'm not saying that we all have difficult lives to manifest more difficulty, but just to put things in perspective, I think a misconception a lot of people have about me or maybe other spiritual people is that we don't go through difficult things or we don't have just tough times and nobody's life is perfect. My life is far from perfect. And just the nature of what I do, you know, my businesses, being on social media, having a brand it comes with a lot of draining energy. <laughs> it's kind of like being on social media and you know putting out content. Content creation is something that I've realized takes a lot of energy. And before it was different, I think since I have been kind of on YouTube for like nine years and I've always sort of been on social media ever since I was in middle school, you know, MySpace and all that stuff, Facebook. And so I always felt that social media was a part of my life, but now I've gotten to a point in my own journey where I realized my energy is being tested in ways that I've never felt before. And it's kind of funny because life for me, even though, you know, I don't have any health issues, I have my family's healthy, my friends are healthy, like everything is going well in my life, I will say, it's still far from perfect. And I've never been the type of person that wants a perfect life. I've never been the type of person that wants this kind of effortless life because I've always known that having an effortless or problemless life, it doesn't allow me to grow. And often the universe puts us in difficult situations because we're meant to grow from them. I remember whenever I was younger, I would see my problems and be like, why the heck am I going through this? Why God do you hate me? You know, why universe? Why I've been doing everything right? Why do I deserve this? Why, why, why? And I would be in such a heavy victim mindset when I was younger. And I used to think, wow, I'm not doing this law of attraction thing right because I'm going through all these problems. And now that I'm 25 and I feel a bit more in tune with myself and I feel more connected with myself in the universe than ever before, I've realized that when things are going great, that's good. That's beautiful. But also negative times are going to happen, but it's all about perspective and how you choose to see the difficulties in your life. And I have realized that the difficulties in my life... Okay, sorry about that, guys. As I was recording this... (laughs) It's crazy how the universe works. I just got a text and a phone call that something that I was kind of worried about in a situation that was 
really difficult that I've been dealing with for about a year (laughs) has been resolved. And maybe I'll go into this later on. It's a bit of a personal thing, but it's crazy how staying positive and just moving forward and going with the flow of life, which I'm getting, (laughs) I'm getting so ahead of myself right now because I I was going to go into all this later on, but it's crazy. It's just proof. You know, it's proof that even though we do have to go through things and it's what we learn going through these difficult things that help you grow, help you ascend, help you through your spiritual awakenings. And I was taught in 2019 to be patient, not only with my life, but with myself and not try to rush to the finish line and try to rush to a solution, but letting go and trusting and not allowing what was going on externally to me, either in the world or in my personal life or in other people's lives, not control and dictate the way I felt about myself and the inner peace that I cultivated within. So I'm telling you guys, these difficult things that we go through are so important because they teach us how to really be powerful, how to really hone in in that power. We're so used to whenever something difficult happens, we kind of fall down and allow ourselves to be angry and to be hateful towards ourselves or towards others or towards life or towards whatever. And we don't realize that by standing up and being happy and positive and spreading peace and forgiveness and compassion, are we actually really, really in our power. Being loving and forgiving and compassionate are what... I'm getting a bit choked up because it's just incredible news I I got today. And it's truly that love and that self-love and always pushing forward, not allowing your current circumstances to stop you or hinder you in your journey. You have to keep moving forward with the most positive mindset. That's really what will beget beautiful, favorable results. That's what will manifest good things is that no matter these rocks thrown at you or these difficulties or whatever, you stay in your power. You stay walking your path. You stay moving forward with your eyes forward. And often what happens is when we go through difficulties, we kind of build a house in our pain or we build a house, you know, we get stuck somewhere and we're like, oh, I give up. I'm just going to sit here and just be in this negative energy. And actually in those moments, we have to keep going with the flow and we have to keep walking out of those woods. We don't want to stay there and die. We want to get up and keep walking and keep moving forward because our life, whether we like it or not, time is always moving forward. And so we should go with the flow by moving forward with time. So just some thoughts of what I've learned, not only these past 20 minutes, but all of last year, I learned to not be so hard on myself when I was going through difficulties, just taking things day by day, especially when it comes to our mental health and it comes to our mental well-being. We have to be loving and compassionate with ourselves because often When we do deal, like for me, my anxiety and depression that I dealt with back in 2018, and I also had a bit of it in 2019, but now I can say that I'm pretty free from it. And every time I get anxious thoughts and things like that, I'm able to deal with them and I know where they're stemming from because I've identified them and I haven't hidden or been afraid of my anxious thoughts or my tendency to want to be anxious. My depression... It taught me a lot about how I have to prioritize mental health above all things because 
I know what it's like. And this is kind of something that a lot of people don't know about me, but I have dealt with suicidal thoughts in the past. And because I just felt so helpless and so helpless, and I felt so alone throughout my journey. But I've realized that all those things that I used to go through whenever I was younger, they were stemming from traumas and things from the past and the way I coped with fear and the way I coped with things outside of my control. And now I have found a way to realize, hey, a lot of these negative emotions I'm feeling is just my ego. It's stemming from my ego, trying to control everything, trying to mitigate risk, trying to basically preserve my life. And then a lot of that ego kind of creates anxiety and all these fears and irrational fears and wanting to kind of retreat and hide and just not do anything at all. So a lot of that stems from when we're really young. And I have a really good video up about how to stop feeling lost in life, feeling behind in life that I uploaded a couple weeks ago on my YouTube channel. It talks about how when we identify fear and where it's coming from and how these habits of the way we respond to things we fear or things outside of our control or things that happen or difficulties in our life all come from this one moment in our childhood or growing up. And what we have to do is identify the way we respond to trauma, why or how it all started, and then realize that the fear responses that we have in our body is all just trauma related, is all just our body being like, oh my God, this feels just like that moment. I need to retreat when there's actually nothing wrong with us. We just have to break that habit, break that cycle. And the way we stop it is by identifying this is how my body reacts to pain or reacts to fear and I will acknowledge it, forgive it, and then stop it right in its tracks. It's actually a really good episode for the podcast, but I actually talk about this in that video I was talking about. And if you guys are interested, I would recommend you go watch that video. I realized throughout my journey that my mental health is everything. I would rather have good mental health than all the money or success or whatever in the world, because that to me is invaluable. I just can't sacrifice my mental health anymore. I just am not in that place in my life anymore. I've realized, I've grown, I've learned, you know, just to be a little bit more personal here on YouTube, I used to be really hard on myself when I didn't upload in a week or I didn't upload for a while. I used to really be so hard on myself that I would retreat back and just say, I'm not going to put up a video on YouTube because people are going to be mad at me. This was probably back in maybe 2018 when I was kind of going through the height of my anxiety is instead of just facing it and saying, okay, I'm not going to upload a video for a week and that's okay. I'll be back next week. I wouldn't upload for a week. And I say, no, I, I don't know. I don't know if I can do it a second week. My upload schedule was really sporadic. And then I realized I was putting a lot of pressure on myself to upload, to upload, to upload. And that wasn't bringing my best energy forward in my videos. I hated making videos. I dreaded it. I dreaded planning a video. I dreaded getting ready to film. I dreaded the whole process of editing. It just was not enjoyable for me. So then 2018, 2019, I had to, well, 2019, mostly I said, you know, I know that my viewers, I know that my audience is going to appreciate it. If I put out videos with good energy and a good message, instead of just pumping out content that didn't feel right to me and I dreaded making. And I think this could happen to a lot of creatives and a lot of people who work for themselves and putting yourself out there when you're not feeling too good about yourself is one of the scariest things. You feel so open and so vulnerable. 
And especially when you're trying to make self-help content and you're going through difficulties in your own life, it's like, who am I to put this stuff out there? Who am I to talk about this? If my life is going really badly, who am I to say these things? And these are thoughts that I had a lot in the past. And now I've realized that the difficulties I go through are my strengths. And if I'm not feeling so good or I'm feeling something, I realize there's people out there who are feeling the same way. But I also am so, so compassionate with myself. I tell myself, you know, there are going to be haters. (laughs) There are going to be people out there who don't like your message. You're not doing this for that. You're not doing this for them. You're doing this for a greater purpose and to help people. And I always have to remind myself of that because social media is so draining. Social media, there's so much competition and comparison in social media, especially as a content creator. I don't like the term influencer, but you guys get my drift. And I see other people and they're like pumping out content, being really on top of it. And I think to myself, I don't know if I could ever do that. I don't know if I can. I mean, and I'm understanding towards myself because my life is so busy. I have so many things going on. I don't have that level of liberty right now to be constantly uploading. And YouTube's not the only thing I do. I do coaching. I do so many other things. So I am compassionate with myself and I say, you know, I don't have to compare myself to anyone else's journey. They're inspiring to me and they're awesome, but I don't have to be who they are. And I think that helps us so much when we look at our life and we're judging ourselves or we're judging our life and we're comparing our lives. So we realize we don't have to be anything else than what we're going through right now. That just because you're going through difficulty doesn't mean you're doing life wrong. Doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or your life. And once we approach our life and ourselves with compassion and forgiveness, especially for the past, because we can't change the past, all we can do is forgive and let go and move forward. Oh gosh, forgiveness is is everything, I think. When you're a resentful person or you have resentment towards others, you just become a shell of yourself. You're not your truest highest, most powerful self. So a lot of it stems from realizing we're not victims of our circumstances. We're actually soldiers. We're powerful beings. And these difficult circumstances, we can choose to label everything good or bad, good or bad. That's our ego. But in the end, it's all the same. You think about it, it's all the same. Yeah, the positive stuff is better. But when I say it's all the same, I mean that it should be all the same to our inner, powerful, peaceful, higher self. So I have realized along my journey that I can and I should have inner peace and I can cultivate inner peace despite external circumstances. Anyone can, anyone should, you should be thriving. And this is the thing, thriving is so different and so unique to every single person. To somebody thriving could be like, oh, I'm here living my best life, spending all this money, shopping, traveling, whatever. Great. To me, thriving is just being able to look at myself in the mirror and love myself and love who the heck I am, loving my work, loving all the things I create, just being in that vibration of love. That to me is thriving. Don't tell yourself that just because your life is going bad that we have to allow it to affect our mental health or our well-being. If you are going through difficulties at work, take a breather. Know that doing things forcefully or stressfully or worrying is not going to help. If you have a problem, that's not going to help. It's only going to make things worse. And a lot of us are addicted to stress that when things aren't going right, we automatically start looking at 
the negatives and negative things that are going on. And we watch the news, you're like, oh, the world's going to hell, whatever. And our lives, our inner peace is just fine. I came across this little infographic on Instagram and it's by crystalnaomi.bodyandmind on Instagram. And it says, being addicted to stress can look like finding a problem in most situations. When things go well, it feels boring or unnatural. Microanalyzing details, small problems get blown out of proportion. Chaos is the norm, constant complaining, situations can escalate quickly. And you see how all of these things that she listed off are all things that we do, they're actions that we take, they're choices that we make. So staying positive in difficult times is not because you're lucky or you're this or that. It's literally the choice. We make so many choices within a day. And we don't realize that our power lies in those choices, in the choice to eat badly. That's a choice. In a choice to scroll through social media or to watch the news and look at all this negative stuff or to fight or to complain. That's a choice we all make every day. And we don't realize that complaining is so very draining. Complaining is one of the worst things we do and yet we do it naturally. I do it sometimes but I've learned now I'm not going to change anything by complaining, but we're so hardwired to automatically get into that complaining response, that fear response of fighting, shouting, being angry, being sad. And we don't realize this is all just fears that are irrational. And we have to kind of take a step back and realize, wait, am I embodying my higher self or am I just allowing myself to be molded and changed by my external circumstances? So the number one question I get from you lovely, lovely viewers and listeners is how do you stay positive? Isabel, you're always so positive, so happy. How do you stay positive? And I realized I don't always stay positive. I allow myself to cry many times. I allow myself to release, to express what emotion I'm feeling because I always say that it's a blessing to feel emotions. That if we're happy all the time, then we take the happiness for granted. If we force ourselves to be positive all the time, we can't truly learn or grow from our traumas or the difficulties. And trauma is so empowering because we can learn so much from it. We often look at our traumas as kind of this dark shadow that we should be ashamed of, but actually traumas teach us so much about ourselves. But that's a whole nother topic for another episode. But it's really important that you don't force yourself to be positive. You don't force yourself to have a good looking life to other people. And that you just live your life authentically. And that doesn't mean we have to dwell on our negative emotions or on our pain, but we allow ourselves to feel them, to express them, you know, talk to somebody, cry if you need to, journal these things out so that you can learn from it, learn from the difficulty, forgive it. We all make mistakes. We all do things that we're not proud of. We're all sad people sometimes and it's okay. That's beautiful. But also know that we have to move forward know when to move forward and know that we have to keep just going with the tide, not thinking that, oh, because I reached a certain age or I got fired from this job or I got evicted from my house that now I failed at life and now I have to lay down and die. No, I think it was Candy Johnson who uses this analogy a lot, but she says, when you feel that you're being pulled back in life or you're feeling like you're being stuck or stagnant, what's actually happening is that you're getting pulled back so that it's like a slingshot. You know, you get pulled back, pulled back, 
And then you get released and launched forward in so many ways that you never even thought you go so far, you know, in those moments where you feel you're being held back or pulled back by life, it's actually you about to be launched into something great and incredible in the future. We can find so much peace and power in our pains and our difficulties. And that's how we stay positive because we're like, well, I'm learning through this, not asking why is this happening to me, but what can I learn from this? How can I get stronger from this? How can I learn about myself, self-mastery? How can I reach that level of self-mastery? This is the thing is like, we have to see ourselves as tea bags. You know, we get put in hot water and we create something out of it and we have to keep moving forward and see the beauty. So to answer the question in depth, how do you stay positive through difficult times? I will say my number one thing is to prioritize myself and my happiness and my mental health. As I was saying before, we have to make sure that our mind is right, that our well-being is right, that our health is right. And for me, that has been being off of social media. Social media has created so much unwanted anxiety and kind of pressure on me. I get on Instagram and I don't have a problem with YouTube, really. YouTube is fun and it's normal for me. It's become such a part of my life, but Instagram I do struggle with and Twitter, ugh, Twitter. <laughs> I'm going to get into this later on, but I have realized that I have to limit my time on Instagram answering DMs. I can't get to everyone's DMs. I've had to tell people, hey, you know, I'm having a busy day. I can't be on Instagram all the time answering these questions. And you know, it's kind of funny because a lot of the questions I get, I've already made videos on them. Even if you're an influencer or whatever you want to call it, or just a normal person, I think it's important to realize that people don't deserve to have access to you. And I'm not saying specific people, but I'm saying in general, you can limit your access to yourself at any time and not feel guilt about it. And it's something that I've had a lot of struggles with is that feeling of guilt of saying, I'm not answering DMs. I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. And having to tell people, and I feel so guilty and so bad because I want to help people as much as possible, but I've realized energetically I can't. My mental health is the priority for me, and I can't help people if my mental health is drained. I can't help people if I am unhappy or I'm going through stuff. I just can't. I have to make sure that my cup is filled before I can fill other people's cups. And I'm not saying this for you guys to feel sorry for me or anything, just telling you guys, you know, it's nice to have a lot of people watching your videos and loving your content, but there's always going to be a catch to everything. You know, there's always going to be that part of it. So I limit my time on Instagram. I limit my time answering DMs. Some people get upset. What can I do? I make sure that I'm, you know, working out, eating right always. Even if I don't feel so great, I don't just go to the junk food and all this. I make sure that my body's running healthily and strongly and I rest when I have to. I've learned to prioritize sleep. Sleep is so important. I used to force myself to work until like one, two in the morning and then wake up at like six or seven. And that's just not sustainable for me. I realize that I need sleep. So it's about looking at areas of your life where you say, you know, where could I be more compassionate and loving towards myself? Where can I limit or perhaps spend more time, you know, resting and relaxing? Because rest and relaxation is just as important as the work. Because if you're not recharged and filled up your tank, you're going to feel not so great. And your work is going to suffer, suffer burnout. I know what burnout is. I have felt it. I was actually starting to feel burnout recently, which is why this past week I didn't force myself to put up a video because I knew I just wasn't feeling it. I recorded a couple videos. I didn't like how they felt. And I just said, you know what? 
I'm going to wait till next week. I'm not going to be hard on myself. And I hope you guys understand that. (laughs) Next tip is I realize that stress and anxiety don't fix problems. They just make them worse. So if you're feeling stress and anxiety, we're taught often, and this is something I get from my clients a lot, you know, they're stressed and anxious and worried about things going on at work. And what has helped me and something I teach them is to ask two questions. When you have a problem and you're feeling stressed or worried about it, you ask yourself, is there anything I can do right now in this moment to fix the situation? If the answer is yes, go and do that. Don't even think about it. Don't overexert. Just go and do what you believe is the best solution, what's in your power, what's in your control in that moment. If there's nothing you can do about it and the situation is out of your hands and out of your control and it's super external to you, your thoughts, your feelings, your actions can't change the situation then let it go. Don't stress. Don't worry about it because this is the thing. One of my favorite quotes is the Jack Sparrow quote that goes, the problem is not the problem. The problem is your attitude about the problem. And that little quote, I used to hear it all the time when I was little. I never really understood it until now. I've realized this drunk Captain Jack Sparrow basically was a pinnacle. (laughs) This is a pinnacle of wisdom, but literally The problem often lies in the way we approach it, and we often stress and worry about things that are outside of our control, like people's thoughts, people's actions, what people say. These are all out of our control, so it's none of your business. Don't worry about it. If things are going out of control or outside of your power or you're dealing with difficulty, approach it in a loving and compassionate way, positive. Say, I can take this. I can handle this. There's no point in being stressed or worried because stress and worry literally blocks your blessings. It creates resistance. So don't be stressed or worried if you're going through something difficult. Know that staying positive and loving and forgiving and compassionate and upbeat, high vibrational is going to open up so many opportunities and so many doors and present you with so many solutions. So even if you just decide, I'm going to let this go. I'm going to give it to God. I'm going to give it to the universe. I'm going to trust. And you just wait for a little while, not even wait. You just continue living your life naturally and normally. You're going to see that a solution is going to come like today for me. You know, I had to let go of the situation. I realized at this point it was out of my controls, out of my hands. It was up to somebody else. And instead of forcing or pushing that person, putting negative energy into that or onto them, I just released. I let it go. I trusted not in that person, but I trusted in the universe. I trusted in God. I trusted in my higher self that a solution would come. And it did. It did right here as I was recording this podcast. You know, it's crazy how the universe works. So don't underestimate the universe in solutions. When we let go and we go with the flow, we kind of get into the vortex as Abraham Hicks talks about being in high vibration, enjoying life. It brings so many solutions when we least expect it. So let go of worry, let go of stress. Meditation helps being quiet, being still, being out in nature, working out, not thinking and focusing so much on the problem, but just saying, I'm not going to focus on that. I'm going to focus on something else. I'm going to focus on the good. I'm going to just keep living my life and keep moving forward. And it often begets even greater results than if you were to force and stress through any situation. Next tip is to give myself at least 30 minutes of quiet or meditation or prayer. 30 minutes. And one thing that I have been doing lately is taking about 30 minutes to an hour, just talking to the universe, talking to God, praying and saying, you know what? I trust in you. This is what's going on. Meditation is also so very powerful guys. And just sitting 
whether with an app or in quiet and solitude, just giving yourself that time to center yourself will help so much, not only with stress and anxiety, but in finding solutions to difficult problems and not necessarily forcing ourselves to find solutions while we meditate or we're quiet or in prayer, but more like listening, you know? listening to what the universe tells us, to what our higher self is telling us. Not so much talking and speaking out, but just being quiet and mindful to our bodies, to our thoughts, to the universe, to God. It's so important to take 30 minutes a day just in quiet, in solitude. It could also be journaling, whatever you have to do, but this helps so much to kind of look at the bigger picture of what's going on in your life and realize, you know, this is just temporary. Everything is passing. And that's also something that has given me a lot of strength in my difficulties, realizing everything is passing. Everything is temporary, the good and the bad. That's why we can't identify with our negative thoughts. That's why we can't identify with what's going on right now, because even though life, this physical world right here is very temporary, we ourselves are infinite beings and we are just here having a human experience. And what we have to do is keep moving forward, keep moving in the present, being in the present as we move through life. And we'll see how much inner peace we cultivate just with that mindset. Everything is passing. This difficulty you're dealing with, the difficulty I dealt with last year, it's all done. It's gone. It's passed. It makes the patience so very worth it. It's kind of like this quote I posted on my Instagram. It says, patience is very bitter, but its fruit is very sweet. That's a Jean-Jacques Rousseau quote. It's very powerful. Patience is hard, but by being still and being quiet for 30 minutes a day, we'll learn to be patient with ourselves, with our time. We don't always have to be go, 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 doing the next thing, pushing, pushing, pushing. Sometimes there's so much power in just being and letting go in the present moment. So my fourth tip is conversations with God or the universe. Like I was talking before, just talk. Say, God, universe, I need help. Please give me a solution. I trust in you. Please give me a solution in these next two days or give me a solution this month or just let go completely and say, I just want an answer for this. I want to know what my next move is. What should I do? And when we do that, we're literally tapping into the infinite power of the universe. When we let go and we say, I don't know what to do, but I'm putting my trust in something bigger and higher than me. And yeah, sometimes our ego is like, there's no one listening. There's nobody up there. Why are you doing that? But our higher self knows the truth. That's why we talk out loud. That's why we have these inner thoughts and this dialogue within. We don't see our inner thoughts. We don't see our dialogue, but it's there. Same with the universe. We don't see it. It's there. It's all around us. It's in every moment. Man, I just got chills. I got chills because trust me, I went through a time where I didn't trust in anything. I was kind of like, wow, everything is hopeless. And now it's like, I just got confirmation that it's true. It's there. It is. Love and compassion, I'm telling you. Patience, not being worried and trusting. That's how we really get things done. That's how we find solutions. Now, my next tip is to realize that just like the earth, we beings go through seasons and they're often not as predictable as winter, spring, summer, or fall. Sometimes we'll have seasons where we just have to rest and relax hibernate, just like the animals, just like the earth in the winter. And this is something I've realized about myself. I don't have to be on all the time. 
I can have times where I'm more tired and sleepy and I need to sleep more. Or there's times where I'm super, super productive and doing all these things at once, traveling all these things. And this is something that Infinite Water said. He said that like birds, you know, birds fly high and they fly for long periods, but eventually they have to come down and get some food or have a drink of water. But it doesn't mean they're not great beings that can fly and powerful beings. They're still birds, even if they have a time where they have to come to ground and walk around. And that's how we have to see ourselves, that we don't have to be on top all the time. Doesn't mean our time is done. Doesn't mean that our season is over. We'll have downtime just like basketball season ends, just like football season ends, just like in sports, they can't be competing and having championships all the time. They have to have off seasons. They have to have time to rest to recover. And that's how we have to view ourselves in anything we do in life, in our careers. We don't always have to be moving, moving, moving because then we're going to burn out. Then we're going to get in really bad mindset. Our mental health is going to suffer. Our physical health is going to suffer. So allow yourself to, if you're not feeling so great, allow yourself to take a break. Doesn't mean you have to be lazy and conformist or any of those things, which all that stuff is just the Western ideal of overworking ourselves, especially in the United States. We're very work-centered, but it's important that we go easy on ourselves, we take breaks, and we don't allow these seasons in our life to affect our inner being. Know that your inner being, your higher self is a constant It's always in constant connection with the universe. It's in constant peace. All we have to do is embody that higher self. And we realize that what's going on externally to us does not define who we are, does not define our worth. And that's so very important. Something I'm working on too is realizing that my output and my productivity does not define how great or successful of a person I am. So allow yourself to have seasons in your life, seasons where you're single, seasons where your in-between relationships. I think this is so important for a lot of us is not feeling the need to always have to be in relationships, always having to be social, always having to be productive, always having to be on or perfect or whatever it may be. Allow yourself seasons of change, seasons of hibernation, of introspection, of quiet, of stillness. You learn so much from those seasons. It's truly beautiful. And finally, my last tip is social media. Limit your time on social media. It's a portal, especially as an empath. Social media is a portal to so many different things. A lot of you guys saw I posted on Instagram my bracelet. I had to buy a tiger's eye bracelet and wear it on my left hand to block negative energy because I was really feeling it, especially through social media. I would just get (gasps) choked up in my throat and just just tension and anxiety and stress. And I realized it's actually, I don't know why the other day I was thinking, you know, I think this is a portal. It really is to all types of people's energy, whether the people you're following are giving out energy or the people who come in contact to you and look at your page, they're giving you energy or thinking or sending you energy, whatever it may be, evil eye as some people want to call it. So I realized I'm going to delete the app off of my phone when I'm not using it or on weekends or on times where I want to be present. And that's the thing. When you have social media as part of your job, it's hard to create that separation between your real life and your online life because it kind of becomes blurred. And I don't want that. I remember Casey Neistat talked about this a lot, how his personal life and his real life was basically just content for his YouTube channel, that he would do things in his real life just to create the content for YouTube. So he had this 
really unhealthy relationship with social media. And I learned from that. I learned from other people and I realized I don't ever want that. So I keep my personal life very private. I don't talk about anything. Only thing I show maybe is like my nephew. (laughs) People ask me what my relationship status is and that's just not going to be out there anymore. I realized that from the past, my own past is I don't want people knowing my relationship status. And, and, you know, unless I get married, but I'm just not going to put my personal relationship out there. So I apologize to anyone who wants to know if I'm single or in a relationship. It's just not going to be put out there. Not only for respect for the other person, but also I don't want my social media life and my real life to be blurred or to overlap. What I want on social media is just my message, the things I'm learning, self-help, the law of attraction, all these things. But my personal life, it's nobody's entertainment. It's nobody's curiosity. It's none of that. I'll talk about it if it pertains, like I am talking about it now. You know, if it pertains to the topic at hand, I will be more open about my own experiences, but I'm not a celebrity. I'm not a public figure. I'm just sending a message. And I think that even if you are a public person or celebrity, everyone has a right to privacy. Everyone. Not everyone wants to be the Kardashians or the Jenners. We all have a right to privacy and what we want to keep to ourselves and keep precious and preserve for ourselves. And I think everyone has that right. And even if you don't have a following or whatever it may be, you deserve a right to privacy. You don't have to put it all out there. I cannot scroll through Twitter for more than 10 seconds. I'll post a tweet every now and then, but I cannot get into the rabbit hole that is Twitter. It is so draining. So I have created a nice little world. I'm in my own world, you know? Those of you who understand, you guys get it. We have to create our own worlds of peace and connect with people and spread the love. And I realize I can't spread a positive message. I can't help people unless I'm protecting this energy, especially in this world where just everything is out there and people's personal lives are people's entertainment. That's just my thoughts. This is how I stay positive. I make sure that I am loving and compassionate towards myself and forgiving towards myself and others, even those that have done me wrong, not giving into feelings of anger or resentment or jealousy or any of that. Always unconditional love. Nobody is my competition. Nobody is my adversary because I'm so powerful. Nobody can take me down. And that's the mindset I hope that you listening right now will cultivate. You're so powerful. Nothing or no one will take you down. It's like superheroes. If a superhero doesn't have a city full of villains and bad guys out there, then he's not a superhero. He's just a guy with a lot of, or super heroine. (laughs) Just the person with a bunch of powers that they don't get to use. So view your life like that. Kind of like a hero's journey. Heroes have to go through these difficult moments or these journeys in these novels or these stories or these books to come out super powerful at the end. That's how you have to view your life. Whatever you're going through right now, whether nothing's going on and you're just enjoying life, great. I think we should all enjoy life regardless of what's going on. We should find the funny things in life and not take life so seriously, not take ourselves so seriously, not take other people so seriously. Find the humor in difficult situations. That helps me. I'm a bit of a goofball to be quite honest. So I laugh and make jokes about a lot of things. Some people like it, some people don't, but that's how I deal with it. Humor is always the best. Laughter is the best medicine. So is meditation. So whatever it is that you need to do, always realize that it is your right and your duty to stay in a positive vibration, to stay in that high vibration of love, which love is the highest vibration we can be in. Unconditional love for ourselves and for people in our lives. Stop the complaining, stop the criticizing, let it go, let it be. 
You're going to see how much more inner peace you will cultivate within yourself and so much happiness you will cultivate within yourself. And soon it will become just your equilibrium. It'll become your set point to always be in a high vibration. It's just about taking away the power from stuff outside of your control and the negative situations of your current circumstances. Even disregard your current circumstances and choose Right now, I'm going to be in a high vibration. I'm going to be grateful. I'm going to be loving. Even if I'm not feeling too great or whatever's going on, I'm just going to choose my vibration. I'm going to choose the energy I want to be in. And being in that energy, the loving energy, is what will create and manifest great things and solutions in your life. And you'll realize, ah, that problem was nothing. It was just trying to teach me a lesson. And that's how we keep moving forward. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, leave me a review. If you're on Apple or wherever you're listening to this podcast, I like to see what you guys have to say. And I thank you so much to everyone who is so understanding of me, not uploading so frequently and being super on top of these things. I honestly, I believe I want to always be in the best vibration before I come on here and I send a message to you guys because I always want everything that I do to be authentic. And that's how I truly enjoy my content and what I do. And I hope to be doing this content for a very long time. And there have been times where I thought about quitting YouTube or I thought about quitting social media and just doing my own thing and living my life differently. But then I realized there's all of you out there that I absolutely love and I connected with so many of you and I hear your stories and I hear everything that you do and what you're going through and I appreciate you being open with me and I appreciate you supporting me and your words of encouragement mean a lot to me. It truly does. So thank you so much. And 2020 is turning out to be a really great year, even though it didn't start out so great for some of y'all. It's okay. We can still choose to make it the best year. We're in February. We're in the beautiful month of love. Let's be in that energy. Let's be in that power. And you're a powerful as heck individual. You are powerful. Powerful. You are more powerful than you will ever know. So stay in that power. Use that power and nothing will stop you. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Check out my YouTube channel for more content. Also, don't forget to follow me on social media. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> and also, if you want to do personal coaching with me, takingbackyourpower.com is my website. Click on personal coaching for more information. I am taking new clients. So if that's something you want, go ahead and check it out in the description of this podcast episode. I will meet you back here for next week's episode of Taking Back Your Power. I love you. Stay in high vibrations. And always remember this, no matter who you may be in this life, no matter what you may be going through, no matter what your current circumstances are or what you're currently facing, your true beauty, your true worth, and your true power always come from within. I love you all. And join me next week for a new episode of Taking Back Your Power.